Ted, my friend. These students are most excellent. Wild Stallions! Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... How could I be so stupid? I checked this out weeks ago. Forbidden light reading. This is light. Welcome to Neekology, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. I'm Aaron. I'm Autumn. <laughs> and I'm John. All right. And we are the knights to who say... Neek! Why do you have... Gary, you Lord try again? love a duck. Let's do it. We Let's are the knights this. who say... Neek! All right. All right. We can fix that. It's okay. Yeah. Just follow the guy. Posts. Just follow when he goes... Neek. Right. That's it. Neek. Um, hey, today we got a special guest with some special guests today. We have Aaron and my daughter, Autumn, here Hello. today. Glad you're here. You're subbing in for Rudy. Good job. Rudy's Hi, at, Ruby's Rudy, at the Ruby's, Lavender We're not going to start calling you Ruby instead of Rudy because <laughs> you're at the Lavender, Lavender Festival. Festival. Oh my God. I love the Lavender. Autumn says that sounds pretty good. There's such a thing. My favorite color is Lilac. My name is Ruby. Exactly. <laughs> is there such a thing? The Lilac Festival. Really? Well, he's not here, so yes. we are. Hey, so today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite books that have been turned into movies. Now, I don't know. This is the question that everybody asks. What do you like better, the book or the movie? That's a hard one. Oh, no. What's it your, is uh, never hard. It's always the book is better than the movie. I, okay. What's your opinion, guys? I actually feel, I don't know. I'm, I'm a visual guy. I, I kind of hate reading, too. So, okay. like, I'll go through the book, but, like, I need the movie to happen. See, yeah. this, is, this is the thing, though. In a book, you picture things the way that you want to see them. True. A movie, it's somebody else's vision. That's true. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Yeah, that's why I like books, because when I was your age, I did not read. <laughs> I know how I got through high school or college, because I didn't read. I don't. You don't read? You don't read? Why? You got yeah. burned out, huh? She did a lot when she was younger. Really? Yeah. Well, then how did you pass high school? <laughs> well, they don't make you read that you much. You can't read. Well, I did have to read a lot. Oh, so you have the ability, but you yes. just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, the Harry Potter movies, you couldn't possibly put all that in one movie. No. They, they have no. to condense it. To, yeah. Same, yeah. That's why I think the books are better than the movies. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy the movie sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or I have to say, look, I know it's not going to get everything. Like Lord of the Rings, for example. Sure. Every movie, every animated, whatever, always throws out Tom Bombadil. He's never a part oh. of that. Never. You should not be waking. Eat earth, drink water, go to sleep. Bombadil is talking. Yeah. Um. That's actually where the hobbits get their swords is from him, not from uh, Aragorn. Mm -hmm. But everything I've ever watched, they cut that part out because it's not that. essential to the story. But it's an important character in the book. Well, he's got yes, some... Yes, it is. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, you can cut him out of the movies and still it's get what you need. I think that's a thing for me is like, I'm going to say, I have like a really short attention span. So like... What I are you talking about? Like when if it, like it comes down to reading, like... I like they always have like this extra information I know that's really important to some people but I'm like just get down to the bread and butter show me the good stuff and finish the movie read my book as <laughs> you plug for it yeah it's right to it it's right to it Potter books once and then I found them all on an audio book 
<laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I like audiobook. Brilliant. Well, yeah, I guess you guys are lazy. Speakers and character generation. That's how my friends. I got all these friends. We all play Dungeons and Dragons. They love when I read my book to them because I use different character voices. But they won't sit down and read my books themselves. In fact, my one buddy's like, "Oh, I just bought this D and D thing, and I'm going to read that." I'm like, "You can't read my book, though." Uh, He's like, "One." Well, I've known him since sixth grade. I'm like, "You, you can't." Read it? No. no. No, he won't. He read. Well, he read some of another one. He's my like, friend wrote it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if I read it to them when we're on our guys' weekend, they like, oh, I love the voices. And, oh, uh, story. They want entertainment. Yes. Um, you know, it's interesting as you are talking about it that that series is one that has really done well. The What's Lord that? of the Rings. Oh yeah. And all that token. So that ties right into our topic today is a great book that's been turned into movie um, movies, right? Yeah. Because Lord of the Rings is. Um, Trilogy already. Mm -hmm. Hobbit was only one book, but they're able to make six movies out of all of it. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? Well, they made they made they made three. three. Well, three, three, two trilogies. But the the Lord of the Rings actually followed the books for the most part. Pretty, pretty close to the pretty closely. I mean, it was there was things that were off, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, you know, yeah, you could willingly suspend your disbelief between the the movies and the books books and go, okay, I'm good with this. Sure, The Hobbit was completely different. Oh yeah, and what happened was uh, he had because uh, Peter Jackson had. he had worked with the family, the mm-hmm. Tolkien family. Yeah, that he had some exclusive rights a lot because a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. you, a lot of his stuff is there's so much more that has not been put into books. Yeah, but that's not why they did it. But they were able to give him. They want to make money. Well, that's true. <laughs> but they got some backstory stuff from some of the characters. That's why they came up with something. Yes, that's involved too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, if well, you drag out three movies, you're going to make more money than if you just make one, one movie. movie. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. <clears throat> but if we could go back to that book, if you um, and I think maybe this this episode might be where enjoy both of them. That's enjoy what I try both to of them do. what they are. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to go for here. Is that we want you guys to say, you know, you get and I and I always wonder why books and movies are different. Because they do want you to have two separate experiences and to get the get what you can out of both of them. Because they, they, they're different and the same, mm-hmm. right? Uh, though I will tell you, The Hobbit, good choice there. That Hobbit was the first book that I actually picked up because I had seen the cartoon. There's an animated version I know, of it. I've got it. In the 70s yeah. or was it the Seven, 80s? Yeah, yeah 70s. It's big fat. And then they for Lord of the yeah. Rings, they actually had better animation and they actually pulled real people into that. Oh, that was for play the, parts, yeah. Right, they tried that one in the, yeah. And I love that one. That one was great. Was better animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rotoscoping these mm-hmm. too. But um it, because What's it I called? Said, rotoscoping. If I can Roto-rooter? come back. What? Rotoscoping <laughs> is where they, they have the actors act through, but they then they animate they around them. It. They've used that okay. for a couple different, yeah. So they actually, so they get the real motions, but the animator. Does rotoscoping happen when we get to your age? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Wow>. Nice. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Doc, I need a rotoscope. <laughs> Got to make sure everything's working. Oh, uh, rolling. <laughs> um, but the, the the cartoon, I saw that cartoon. My mom, my mom says, uh, hey, you know, there's a book for it. Like, there's a book for it. And so that got me started. And that's got me into reading was that, that astral cartoon. Yes, it's, mm-hmm. there, it's right there. there. My brother Sit got that the... to me. Yeah, by the way, this uh, our, our shelf that the John, we, we've recently uh, got upstate our studios a little bit. But I know it's a, it's, a, it's a bookshelf that definitely needs some help. Listen, people, I just want you to let you know that it's a room in Gary's house. It's yes. not really a studio. Oh, come on, John. Don't spoil them. <laughs> don't, think we're, don't think we're going someplace like magical. <laughs> You're ruining the magic. You're yes, the come magic. on, man. But anyways, my bookshelf it has a lot of great books that have been turned into movies, and we're going to go over some of them. Hobbit was one of them. And 
now with that, there, like I said before, there's more to The Hobbit. The, his son, uh, Christopher Tolkien, uh-huh. who is 90 years old now. What? Yes. He's 90? He's 90 years old. Well, well uh, look at how old he was. Tolkien wrote those you're things right. back right. you know, early before yeah. World War II. You're right. So he, um, and again, friends with C.S. Lewis, so that time, same time period. He basically, uh, he wa- he wrote so much stuff. He, uh, if, if I could say this without dragging it too much, as a writer, John knows this too, I, I feel writers in two camps, okay? They're either a Tolkien or a C.S. Lewis. So C.S. Lewis are the kinds he can write a bunch of cool little books. They're all he can do smaller books, right? But they're all different kinds of things. And then you got a Tolkien who writes this. That's what they do. One thing well, epic, Huge. epic fantasy. J.K. Rowling would large follow, world. Okay, mm-hmm. So J.K. Rowling would follow in which one? Well, she's a combination. You think so? So to speak. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to realize. I think it's an epic fantasy because you have so many books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would have to say that. But C.S. Lewis is also epic because he had seven books oh no but he can do a variety of different things and yeah. not just one big theme Tolkien tried to write other things that he, everything went into that his flopped yeah right so mm-hmm. and I think J.K. Rowling leans more toward she does Harry Potter really well that's mm-hmm. her thing she that's her thing right to the point Jared took it to the long time to get to mm-hmm. the point of something well that yeah that's her just writing style but I mean making when it comes a world to, that large working yeah. a world world building yeah so um, anyway so um Again, a number of his books coming out. We're going to talk later because in the fall, uh, I guess Netflix is going to develop the Silmarillion. No, it's not Netflix. It's Netflix. Uh, Hulu. It Amazon. 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 Mm-hmm. But they're Jeff going to develop. Bezos. I mean, yeah. they've got like a five. I forgot how much. Crazy. A huge, huge budget for it. Yeah. What do you got there? You going <laughs> to say something pretty, on it? She's being your dad. She's testing my. I've been trying to get Autumn to come on the show and she's on. So she's having fun testing the microphone. Don't she's be afraid. Just hearing herself. Do you want to comment? Do your. I have. Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> yes. Anyways, and then my job is to reel them back in. Um, but anyways, the Silmarillion is uh, a number of well, a number of stories, right? That happened before the Hobbit. Tell you how the world started. Very involved. It's very historical. Yeah. If I could compare anything, it's almost like if you were to write. Yes, it is hot in here. If you could write, it's almost like uh, everything with Asgard, everything's bigger than life. Yeah. All the characters bring life. So it's kind of going to be a very, very interesting story if they can pull it off. Um, but that's coming. Yes, well, it is. And yeah. I think it'll Exciting. be... Exciting. Now the, now They've already f- paid for the rights from what yes. I hear. Yeah. Uh, Silmarillion, Silmarillion is mostly narrative. God bless you. Bless you. <laughs> it's mostly narrative, so it's not... It is character-driven, but it's mostly of a big, long narrative. So and it's, it's yeah, a different it, reading style. Sorry, like my friend read it, and he says it's very historical. And yes. I'm like, Ooh. His, his roommate was C.S. Lewis. No, no, they were they were the, in the writing same writing group, group. The Inklings. Uh-huh, and they were both Christian-based. So mm-hmm. the, the Lord of the Rings is based off the Bible or Christian values, yeah. just like C.S. Lewis is. Okay. Yeah. They'll just take Lu- on it. Yeah, C.S. Lewis, is, is it's definitely more in your face like you can figure out like the lion is Jesus and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. So, um, his is a little more hidden you know you yeah. wouldn't know the book has hints of you know gotta dig deep yeah and there's I, times the same Gandalf with, plays Jesus and have Aragorn is so same, same with my book I, I put things in there about belief in God which is called what What's your my book book's called The Lone Wolf The Lone Wolf so like so Lone Wolf is the tormented <laughs> soul of kind of everybody right I mean, does choices you that you make yeah uh-huh. kind of stuck yes. on things Master's my friend you don't have any friends. Nobody likes you. Not listening. Not listening. You know, and like you know, the the ring. I don't know if that you know that represents greed and avarice. Oh, yeah, and, you so know, that, 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 sin. and how it sin. corrupts you yeah. and sin. How it all corrupts you. And, yep. You know, you go from this nice hobbit where you kill somebody to now you're Smeagol. Yeah. 
Um, <coughs> going down that deep dark road. And Ronald says, do not be a schmiegel. <laughs> exactly. Schmiegel. <laughs> um, so, Tolkien stuff is still getting, the, you know, a lot of those, they're really good books. You get hooked on The Hobbit, and maybe that'll get you pulled in. Uh, they have developed a lot more of them. We'll see where they go, but... But I, read, but I get what Aaron's talking because we were talking before this. Like they, these two kids don't read, <laughs> and I don't blame them because I didn't do that either. Okay, disclaimer. Go ahead, say disclaimer. something. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's hear. Aaron. I used I mean, to Autumn. be mm-hmm. a reader. I mean, they have the ability to read. Yeah. I'm not well, saying yeah. they can't read. They just yeah. don't. But they just prefer don't to, to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, once you're forced to read, for, oh, good like, job, Dad. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's for school. I think it's more school. I think for it's more school based. It gets like the fun pulled out of it that's and you why don't I really get you gotta school. build those reading points yeah, so you can get an why a. I'm not oh sure yeah. yeah so what you guys have to do is you need to find a genre that you're really interested in and just yeah. start reading the stuff that you that's how I did I started reading fantasy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I was in college and then I just got drawn in by this author Ari Salvatore and then I started branching out to more fantasy and then I branched out to Lord of the Rings and then I said well I should probably start reading classics that I didn't read in high school and I started watching like Catcher and Rye and Mm -hmm. some things like that so that's how you branch out Mm -hmm. but I understand what you guys are talking about with the visual part like when you read The Hobbit it's definitely not as exciting as when you watch it I think that's more of a thing like especially like our generation is because you know we got the phones and everything Uh so I feel like we gotta be visually engaged to stay focused guess what we had as children our TV was a book (laughs) Yeah, or there's only three channels. Yes, exactly. Only and three movies. channels, all black and white. Yes. And movies came around, that was it. No VHS, no watch online, yep. no YouTube. Yeah, but it's like with, with kids, they're spoon-fed everything. Yep. And to a book, it's like intellectual manifesto. That yes. Reads, you know, mm-hmm. dig in. All this. It's, what is this? Mm-hmm. So, and I got to look up a word? I don't know what that means. But you That's know what that, happened to me. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Maybe, maybe with all this, maybe uh, we might ignite a little bit by talking about some of these books. Maybe For they sure. might interest you. So would you let us at least try to... Talk about them and see what you think. Yeah, and maybe on your well, own. You don't have a choice because we're yeah. You're talk locked about in. <laughs> and, and John locked the door. Yes, because you can't you. get. I don't care how hot it is Sickly. in here. Okay, would you like? Let's go back and forth a bit, John. Do you have a book? Because I've got a, I've got a little stack here. Book. But do you have any books that you think um, that made good books. movies that maybe? You oh see my God. <laughs> books. I have plenty of books. Books. Um, I would what? have to say that books. besides, you know, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, mm-hmm. um, I and I haven't read it, and I need to go back and read it. But The Princess Bride. Oh, the... Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Oh, the princess. Oh, I have. Oh, did we have that one? Started Toby. reading that actually. Is it, is it close to the movie? Shot. Is it oh. close to the movie? Eh. Okay, yeah. you guys are gonna hate me. Mm-hmm. I've never read the book. Or seen the movie? Oh, guess what? what? Homework. The Princess Bride. Oh, you've got to see the Princess is this, Bride. Is this Give him the look, John. Is Andre the Giant in that? Yes. yes. I've seen like pictures, but that's it. In fact, don't inconceivable. Oh, it's great. <laughs> oh my God, it's a very, it's a very. You keep using this word. I don't think a, that word means what you think classic. it means. Guess what? We'll watch that movie. You'll like it. Okay, yeah, we're I'm gonna down. do that right after really here. Good. You're not going to this graduation. You're watching Princess Bride. I'm the Princess Bride. Exactly. More important. So, Autumn, you've seen the book. Have you read a, a little bit a lot? Have you read the book? Yeah, I read a little bit. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of it so far? Mm-hmm. It was... Different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Somebody told well, me how it's much like, different is it from the book to the... the um, book? I read it. It Basically, <laughs> what it is... And, John, you're more Kambara. That's good. What well, happened? Okay. I do. Um, the book, there's two. There's two books to it. There's actually a sequel. What? Called, it's called Buttercup's Baby. Oh, so the second one. I don't um, see that. Anyways, they, um, the character, now, the Princess Bride, a lot of fun, a lot of humor. It was great. Mm-hmm. Of course, he had the grandpa reading the story. Mm-hmm. Well, in the beginning of it, um, the gentleman who made the movie, he talks about his grandpa, 
he never read the whole book to him. He just got to the interesting parts. But it, so the book has a lot more in there. They give you the history of the place, Gilderson, oh. all their winning. Uh, uh, they talk about um, all of their lives. And actually, Princess, her uh, Buttercup's life. Princess Buttercup. Buttercup. My people. The Princess Buttercup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go into, and actually, Prince Humperdinck is not, they go into some of his atrocities. Humperdinck, 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 Humperdinck yeah. <laughs> sounds and so weird. Stop Humperdinck. saying that. Yes. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, I'm not Humperdinck. listening. You got to watch it. That oh movie came out when I think it was in the 80s. Oh, it's flying classic. right over my head. Yeah, Gary was okay. like 42. Right. Nice. Um, but I think I think the the movie definitely is a, a trimmed down version of what the book actually is. Is that a picture of Gary? Oh, and, no, that's, uh, that's, that's Tolkien. Tolkien. Sorry. <laughs> is it Tormund? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but the thing is, uh, the movie is great and it's a good start. And I think in this case, that book, watch the movie first. Okay. So see, some of them watching movie first yeah. is better than go then the book. You're and I will tell you that because I watched the animated cartoon of Lord of the Rings when I actually then listened yeah. to it on before the movies came out. I was listening to it on audio, mm-hmm. vid, uh, CD. I could picture everything in my head because there's certain parts when you read it, you may not be able to picture what's going on. Yeah, right. But because I'd read watched the animated cartoon, so many you were times, like, oh okay, I get it. I kind of I'm like I understand what's going on here. Yeah. So sometimes it's not bad you can to build go. Off of that yes, you can go backwards. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, like, when I went to watch the movies, all the characters, the way that I picture them... Different? No, they, like, Peter oh. Jackson picked every single one of them the way I would picture them, except um, Boromir. Okay. Um, Sean Bean was not the guy. Boromir's a much Bor- bigger... He was a thicker, stouter... Like, Aragorn was tall mm-hmm. and thin, and, and Boromir was about 5'10", and, beard, like, thick, big bro, beard. Yeah. Bro, it looked like a Viking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and... Not it, that. Yeah, yeah, he was not that. No, yeah. they didn't have him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Princess Bride's great one. Um, well, let me. I'll share one that's a little older. This came out a few years ago. Uh, my brother John, who's a huge reader, it's not job me. John. It's not me. Different John. He's my brother, but our brother in a different John. Different way. <laughs> uh, and actually, in our family, there are six of us. John is number two. I'm number four. Ron's number five. If you want to number us, so because that's back in her parents' day that they didn't have television. <laughs> exactly. That's why you have so many children. John, um, one of the things John told me about was this series called John Carter of Mars, and not just because had John the name. Our world is dying. Fate has brought you here, John Carter. And a great book. the The concept behind this was he wrote. This is actually Edward Rice Burroughs. Does anyone know what famous other classic stories he wrote? No. No. Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan. Oh, he did. Tarzan. He did Tarzan. He's done other things, but so you know, not so. Again, he would be in the probably the C.S. Lewis camp, right? Can you write a bunch of really good ones? John Carter Mars. The concept with this is that um, it takes place after. I don't think Adam agrees with you. <laughs> what? what? I'm just saying. Huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, you don't have to. Anyways, in this series, what happens is um, uh, it's taking place uh, right after the Civil War. John Carter is a guy who's kind of he's from the South. He's lost his everything, so basically he goes. Uh, I think goes to the west and becomes a, 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 go, minor, a minor, minor, minor yeah. yeah. And in the process, now in the book they don't go into a lot of detail. In the movie, they do tell you what happened to him. But he gets transported to Mars, mm-hmm. and when he's there, he becomes like the Superman of Mars. When I saw you, I believed it was a sign that something new can come into this world. So he and there's all these races. There's the the green Martians, the red Martians, the 
the white the, yeah it's good and so the thing about it is yeah they're really interesting is he's and he has like he's strong there is that oh. because he was from earth. earth right it's like the gravity's different yes. so see it's the it's the opposite he's like the the bizarro superman right yeah he doesn't he doesn't he's like the hulk but just looks like a yeah, yeah, but he's got, he becomes superman yeah I mean, that's he's In superman of awesome. mars yeah. right and he, and he builds his whole his and then but there's a number of books. I think there's a there's an excess of fourteen books of John Carter. Oh my this God. first one has like maybe four we should five. start with that series. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie, imagine eight hundred pages. This oh I don't know, but this is this is four books in this book here. Um, so oh, it gets like, kicking. Like the Bible. Yeah, it's a it's huge big. book. Um, now the movie came out. Uh, now let me tell you, these books were written over a hundred years ago, before Star Wars, before a lot of these movies. He talked about um, cloning, interstellar travel. Um, Oh, other things. Um, AI. He had all these things. A lot wow. of sci-fi books talk about. So he kind of had the niche on it. When this movie Wait, came. Wait, when were these written? Over a hundred years ago. Oh, that's You're talking about in the early 1900s. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, sci-fi books, and I, you know, John does fantasy. I do sci-fi. Sci-fi books, in a lot of ways, are very. Like, you could say prophetic. They kind of tell you where things could be going. Going, yeah. And it's very, you know, John, hey, Steve. Uh, Gene Roddenberry had that all the stuff from Star Trek. What about Jules Verne? When did they? When did he? Come Same time. Same I think Joe and I think Jules Verne is, is even before that too. Do people like Lucas and like the people that made uh, 2001 were they like influenced? I, by I this wonder. Kind of stuff? I oh, bet yes. you. I'm yeah. sure they are. They're influenced by religion, philosophy. Yeah, Greek uh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, books. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sci-fi, other sci-fi stuff yeah, that sure. they would written. That's why it's good fantasy. To read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World War II. I mean, look at all the. For Star Wars, I mean, yeah, the original the Nazis. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. They were the Nazis. The mm-hmm. And with Solo, one of the things is, is and we're not, we're not jumping on too far, but um, he wanted to go for that old Western in space. Yes, and that's exactly. what they came up with. Did you guys know the Crystal Skulls in there? <gasps> yeah, the yeah, yeah. Skull? Where was I it? I saw that. It was in Dryden's. Um, yeah, it's by the Red Mandacorian. Yeah, it was in its little. There you go. Yeah, in his fanny pack. <laughs> in his special yeah. room. Anyways, <laughs> here's his man purse. So what happened was a few years ago, and hey, I hey, it's not a man purse. That's a satchel. It's a merch. Okay. It's a merch. It's a merch. Indiana Jones wears one of those. If anyone wants to look up when the Avengers came out, whenever that, and I want to say 2012. Okay, so John Carter came out the exact same time. Disney put them out, mm-hmm. and what happened was they had to choose which movie to push. And, and guess which one they pushed? Of course. The Avengers. Yes. So John Carter, great movie, but it didn't get the advertising. So you know how where that goes. He's not Shannon. And so that's a book that you, I, a movie that I think it was great and it's very clean. What would you think, Adam? Give us a little. I have watched that movie many, 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 Same. many times. Because Will you be honest? Why? Because. <laughs> you like John Carter. You like okay. the guy who played John I Carter. I did, yes. I but that's you not did. the only His reason. long flowing hair. Uh-huh. No, okay. It's because. That's how I start my book. <laughs> We okay? would go on like long road trips and stuff, and oh. <laughs> there were only two movies on the iPad, and that, and that was, was one John of them. John Carter <laughs> and Up. So, so and, up. and you're like, adventures. I'm done with Up. Um, yeah. You can only take so many times. So I watched John Carter like a billion times. So you got times. but it didn't. You still liked it. Yeah, I liked. I it. liked it because of like he's got like a tension romance thing, and yes. then there's like the fighting, but it's like not the fighting doesn't overpower the story of him trying to give back to Earth and like the relationship yeah. between. Oh. Them. Okay, yeah. I like it's, that. It's a good, and it's got a lot of good, and a lot of neat. And it, what I love about it is the Martians are all very, there's so many different ones, but they're very intelligent, very smart. And the men yeah. and women, I think, are all equal on that planet, too. So a lot of like Black Panther. So I think Deja Thoris is the girl he falls in love with. And she's... Uh, is she the princess or something? Yeah, yeah. she I played... like the little dog. The dog, whatever it's called. The dog has, like, super speed. Like, yeah. he's crazy uh, yeah. fast. 
But it's just a great, it's a great, it's a great series. And I, I think I've read most of the books, and they get really interesting uh, as you get farther on to the books because there's so much to that planet Mars, and I think eventually they visit Jupiter. But, uh, but it's kind of fun. But again, well, like like uh, Jules Verne's, I want to say it's Jules Verne, um, and uh, H.G. Wells, and and I, if I could put him in that same category. Um, Michael Crichton, how they love to bring realia. You guys know that word at school, right? What realia is? What is that? That's I've never learned that. You tie in fiction to reality. real life, realia. Public school's failing me. So, <laughs> no, it is not. You know, you're, you're failing yourself, Sam. Crichton did Jurassic, yes. No, I saw the first kind of couple, and then kind of after a while went, eh, okay, another one. You mean but like these, after the first movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then these new ones are pretty good. Yeah. 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 I and, was like, wow, okay, they. That's what it was. Something's missing. The only this good one was the one with Jeff Goldblum, like back in the nineties. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, well, yeah. The, I love yeah, Jeff Goldblum. The one before Why? that was pretty good. I don't know. Just yeah. like him. Yeah. Life will find a way. Mm-hmm. Life will find a way. Do, can you do? <laughs> come on, you gotta do Jeff Goldblum. I'm not good at Jeff Goldblum. That's not one of my people. The, uh, <laughs> the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. My dad reminds me of Jeff Goldblum. He oh. does. I've been yeah. told that. No, Jeff Goldblum, no. not even. No, I have you seen the... him in like real life and seen interviews of him. Uh-huh. He's they when they Maybe we John Hammond, when, when we watched we watched what? Thor Ragnarok, they kept laughing at me, going, "That's you, Dad." <laughs> really? Why? What is he like? I don't know because he's just uh, so what is he? strange. Oh, just be honest. Tell your dad my dad <laughs> he's is like weird. The king there. No, your dad reminds me of. Uh, you got to see him in real in person. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Okay, you watch oh, the Flash. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh. That's who your dad reminds me of. Oh, yeah. Yes. Every time I watch that, it, I think of Gary. Hat. I think of Gary all <laughs> the time. I like Jeff Goldblum back when he was younger. Though. Oh, because well, he's yeah, my an hair. odd bird. The well, fly. Yeah, really Did you guys know that Jeff Goldblum's like a second or third degree black belt in martial arts? No, he's not. He's I'm also, not surprised. He's really also really on that planet surprised. a million years old. He's, he's mm-hmm. so funny. One more. There was a movie I'll take that as a good thing. Anyways. Let's type. Yeah, <laughs> so if, if you like, Sorry. if you like Where factual detail, <laughs> if you like factual detail, like reality kind of stuff, or Chris Traeger, those are um, those books are very similar. So I mean, they make you feel like these things could really happen. Oh, That's okay. what's great about those books too. But isn't that what books are supposed to do? Draw you into that? From but that everybody. Reality, yeah. But you know what though? Everybody does it a little different. Some people are more about the characters. Some people are more about the details. Oh, yeah, I'm more about the characters. Yeah, I mean, I that's how I, I, I write. Am too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that, you know that book I students conquered by Mo Howard. No, they did a movie on it. Um, Mel Gibson directed it because he wanted to do it. It's it's called The Stooges. It's a real life thing about the Stooges. Yeah, the brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's really good. I like that. The only difference is, is you know he how you know how they showed him do the sandwiches. Like he was he never did that. He never had to. He owned so much real estate in Toluca Lake. He didn't have to work. Really? Yeah. He bought out the whole. He bought a lot a lot of that land out there. So they made made him look a little small wow. at the beginning. So he was never a sandwich deliverer. <laughs> he wanted what was due to him. They weren't getting any residuals. Oh yeah. But it's one of those things where it, the book was was so much more detail, and then they kind of there's some things in there. That doesn't always translate. No, it doesn't. Well, yeah. and that's what we grew up with more detail, and I think that's what yeah. kids are missing. They don't, you know, you just get snippets of things. Sure. Yeah. You know. Uh, do you know the book? Otherwise, I have two more that. Uh, no, that you can okay, so um, here's one that can't. What do you got? What you got? Okay, what so I got? Wait, okay, mm-hmm. so was The Martian. Was that a book before it was a movie? Martian that? Chronicles. The Martian? Oh, The yes, Martian. Was yes, a book. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, so I read that whole book. Was that with Dave, Matt Damon? Yes. yes. I love that movie. It was movie. such a good movie. This is Mark Watney, and I'm still alive. Obviously. I gotta figure out how to grow four years worth of food here. 
on a planet where nothing grows. And the book, that was like one book that I like over the movie because like, I don't know, I think because of the science in it because it was very yes. accurate. That's what I'm saying. Wow. So you get a lot yeah. more detail in a book. Because it shows him making like mm-hmm. plants yeah. and stuff but then because he is a, uh, a botanist uh, and so he really goes into how things actually work and like if you go back to science very accurate mm-hmm. yeah so it's a, that was another really good book and like the character but, but it goes back to what John said you have to translate to the every layman pre-person yep. Yep. you know when you're trying to read it it's more cerebral so you have to take that like you were saying you have to take it and give it to everybody mm-hmm. as everybody sure. would think sure. it's relatable but yeah, yeah that, 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 oh, that was a and his, and his the character development that I really liked because he was just so isolated but he still just like kept pushing and pushing see, sure. see but that's yeah. what you get from a book that you don't usually get because you can't it's too hard to cram it into two hours yep. oh, sure. so in a book they can really develop this character and you can really get into him and if it's someone that you connect with, with yeah. you really want to know more about that yeah. character mm-hmm. and i'll tell you okay so here's two classic books that recently i well, in the past few years i read that are like that they're basically like how-to books mm-hmm. okay so to uh have you heard of the book robinson crusoe Mm-hmm. Okay, Robinson Crusoe has been fun because a lot of stories, books have based their things off it. There's a movie called um, Enemy Mind. Don't you understand English, Toadface? Remember that one? And so a lot of classic books have been turned into like other people have borrowed the same idea. But Robinson Crusoe and another book called The Swiss Family Robinson. Mm-hmm. Okay, those both those books. What was really neat about it was. Uh, they they showed you how they problem solved and figure out their problem. So I I, I want to say Robinson Crusoe. I don't know if he got he got some books because um, but basically he learned how to taught himself how to basically develop this and build this and survive on this. It's kind of cool. So this time Robinson, uh, they actually were going to a new colony and their their ship was full of things to start the colony. And so when their ship crashed, they, they didn't were have to, any of that. No, they did. Oh, they did. They had books, they had tools, whatever, mm-hmm. and they basically developed a colony on this island. But what was cool was they would they would sit and figure out how to design this or do this or turn this or whatever, how to grow this. And I thought, wow, it's like a survival guide. It almost sounds like you're talking about those yeah. are those are great when you're taking something. Enemy away from mind them. was well, that with Dennis Quaid? Yeah, yeah and, and the draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Tarwich. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a. Uh, but was you're right. Was. Your father is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept with that one too was yes. The concept with that one was um, the. Uh, um, I'm gonna write this down real quick before I forget. In any mind is a lot of people will take things from classic stories. They do. And pull a little twist. And that was an example of a good movie that got turned from that. I mean, like my book, I pull from The Princess Bride. I pull it from other books that I've read. Sure. To make so yours the is character. A, a fiction then, right? My, definitely, yes. So it's a fantasy. What's mm-hmm. that about then? Like, what's the story? The, pre- the precept is, I mean, it, it, it it's a young ranger who has extraordinary abilities he comes upon these orcs that are, usually orcs have their own little tribes yeah. and they're, they've all come together and he doesn't know why that's happened. So he goes in and he has a limited um, understanding of the orc language that he's learned a little mm-hmm. bit about. He doesn't understand the culture and he, he hears what they're talking about. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boy. He takes all that. He has to get back out of this canyon and he has to fight to get out of it and then he gets back and he's trying to convince his village that these orcs are heading their way from what he heard and they don't believe him they think he's full of because he's young mm-hmm. and you don't have any you know power and then, then what happens is the orcs finally show up and then they they're trying to get to the city where they would have but there's a uh, some some uh, serenity some some protection okay. and um so they eventually get there but tragedy happens in the middle and then he starts hating his goddess 
because he believes that she's not on his side. That's where I start talking about the belief in God because mm-hmm. we all go through stuff and then sometimes you're like, well, where's God? Yeah. yeah, why does God not? And so he has these doubts. Well, what happens is a, a sort of an uncle or father figure comes in, an unlikely uncle or father figure who is a rogue and his cousin who's a rogue and he teaches him or gets him back, sort of back on track with God, which is very odd. But these guys end up there because they're just running from town to town being chased because they're stealing stuff and they like to live the finer things in life and they don't have really have money on them. They have to steal it all the time. Mm-hmm. But he has this as a thief with a conscience and he decides to help the city against these orcs that are attacking. But there's another thief within this thieves guild that is really behind all of this and they're, they're, they're um, uh, getting weapons and arms to these orcs but then also selling it to the regent within this city who is trying to, he's trying to be, so I take from Machiavelli, mm-hmm. he's using this guy to st- sort of run the whole area. Eventually mm-hmm. he wants to get him, he wants to oust the king and put him in his place because they're cousins and then he can control him, then he can control this whole area and then he owns it but he doesn't have to have to get his head chopped off essentially because this guy's in in charge at least yeah. you know the face of the place so the, yeah. eventually these thieves are hired by the regent to figure this out and they do and they find out he's part of it and then wow. they, yeah good. so and see mm-hmm. and then with John well, you made me think of another book mm-hmm. and uh, we we're talking about the dark tower there's another world out there Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are building a fantasy, one of the things you want is to develop a good it's world building, which mm-hmm. is what you have. You and a lot of your stuff you said you built off of a lot of Dungeons well, and Dragons. Well, I just take it from the Dungeons and Dragons world, so yeah. I don't build the world. I just build the characters and yeah, my story be. within that sure. world. Mm-hmm. But if you did decide to branch off, you which could is what I might have to do if, yeah. I, if I want to sell the book. Sure. So. And that that's a good that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so you know what? And if I threw this at John, I, I would a couple books um, that I think you would really enjoy to help you with that. Well, one is one is really good. One is mm, it's good, but it's very very intense. Um, is uh, the Dark Tower series? And um, a few years ago, I started working on a book which I have been talking on about. Help me with mm-hmm. it's a it's a microscopic universe. There's a whole. But I think there's you a, told me about that. Yeah, and the thing about it was, it's based on the drop of a guy's blood, and is everyone in that universe is related oh, okay. in some way. But there's a lot of. So it's the South. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's about how society's oh, wow. bad. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was sorry, South. Anyway, it's just all relative. And yeah. if you're from the South, we're all relatives. Uh, <laughs> but it's all about understanding your family, where you come from. A lot of people don't know that, and so the thing is, you know, now with everyone just in their DNA, and they want to know where where am I from, right? Who am I? But um, one of the things that someone encouraged me was to read the Dark Tower series because that's Stephen King. And if you are and aren't a Stephen King fan, mm-hmm. uh, this is a he did an amazing job of building a culture, a, a world that's kind of run down uh, from the future, but it's uh-huh. gone back to like the Old West mm-hmm. and how it interacts with all of Stephen King's stories. For thousands of generations, the gunslingers were knights. Want to protect us from the coming of the dark? Really? It's amazing. Oh, okay. That's an amazing story. The the movie that came out recently, kind of a pale version of what it should didn't do it justice. It didn't. Huh? But I tell you what. But if you want to get a really good read, Autumn's friend Kate just invested in that. It's a very good involved story. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I would encourage you if you're a little on the um, it's, you know some adult themes you're gonna have to you know just filter through it. I'm so, an adult. But, but well, for kids, I've too. lived those themes, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, but it's really interesting, really interesting where the characters come from and they build all the backstory. So for well-involved stories. Now, another one that is sort of like have I had described called the, um, called the Lord of the Rings on steroids. 
is a series by Robert oh, Jordan. I've read that first book of his, man. There, it's an, it is it's true. It's amazing detail, but wow, is cow. it is it like intense? It's not intense. It's just like the dude will describe. He'll tell you the door and what what wood it's made out of and all the cracks in it and what the knob looks oh, it's like. Kind of rambly. He it's not right. He's just so detailed about. It. You're like, dude, I don't need all that detail. No. Now some people love it like Gary. Well, there's a point where I get a little inundated mm-hmm. too. He has mm-hmm. 500 distinct characters in his book. Yeah, so I mean, he gets really in into one? these. Yeah. Well, this is well, one this series is one. of 14. It's called The Wheel of Time, and there's like 14. And in fact, he died before he even finished. Yeah, the it. last two books someone else wrote. Somebody else wrote. Oh but gosh. he gave notes. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is he really develops a uh, amazing culture. It's sort of like the it's in the future, but everything's kind of ages come around. Mm-hmm. So some characters uh, come back around. So anyways. Uh, this is technically in the future because they've been digging up some of the past and they find like uh, electronics and junk like that. Oh, but they're like, kind of, what is they that? They kind of went reverse yes. in time, but and, kind of forward. But you can find like countries like they have Amarica, mm-hmm. Amarquia, which is America, mm-hmm. and the world's been t- technically broken. Santan Chico is Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so they have, you can, as they start describing cultures, you go, that's like India. Well, that's another author that I end up picking up books or for my son, he was all interested in it, but it was just too high level for him because it was like sixth grade, seventh grade yeah. level, and he got it as a first grader. But this guy, John Flanagan, and that's kind of what he does with his books, with his fantasy books. He pulls different things, like they'll have the Scottish, but they're called something different. He'll have like the Italians, but they're called something different. He'll have people from the Middle East, but they're something different. So he brings all these little different cultures into his little fantasy world. <clears throat> right. Um, and how they all interact with one another. Oh yeah, so, it's amazing. Yeah. And you do, yeah, and you have to, and they do. The books get very long and lengthy, mm-hmm. and sometimes like, well, and have I read this one already. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's what. I, so there are different books. I mean, some books, like uh, the my one of my favorite authors, R. A. Salvatore. He described that. He says you got, and I think he was describing Robert Jordan. He says you got them that have like what would be multiple movies within one book yeah. oh so yeah that length versus like the, he says the way I write is more like a television series right I'm giving you something that's quick and I mean I get but you're writing give from you all a different generation too well and you come from a different way that you want to write and sure. I'm more the I want to give yeah. it get into the action let's get going I want to try to keep pique your interest Robert Jordan you really gotta I think you really yeah. gotta identify with the characters to keep reading like something with the time of like what the people are wanting yes yeah well, and and this is written a while back. And different types of people. Some people love this kind of detail. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just get into it. And other people like me, I like a little bit of it, but I also, like, okay, I want to go, let's going. go. Let's yeah. get the story. I want the character develop, and I want to get some action going. And if you hang tight with us, we're going to do an episode on levels of neekiness, you could mm-hmm. say, and a level one would love this stuff. So you get oh, into I'm it. sure. Because yes. they're like, eat it up, eat it up, read, read, read. That's like you the know? Star Wars geeks who like get so upset, like if you, change any a little button on the the shirt of somebody because they're so into it yeah yes, exactly <clears throat> and then there's guys like me are like oh the million falcons flying cool <laughs> <laughs> let's let's kind of let's end up with two more books i know we're kind of watching our time here and mm-hmm. it's the heat is building in this yes. summertime sometime we got one i think did okay one did really great the wrinkle in time uh wrinkle in time series i've uh, seen the wrinkles on my face yes so they are time <laughs> what if we are here for a reason What if we are a part of something truly divine? Imagine 91 billion light years traveled like that. The Wrinkle Time Garden, did you read it? I actually did read that book. What did you you like about Wrinkle Time? I don't remember. You don't remember? I just like Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) So you're talking about the movie now. Was she in it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She plays like this 
I've never seen the movie or read the book, but I know I've seen the I've seen the trailer. So no, uh, she's one of the. Um, <laughs> Aaron can tell us about the trailer. Kind of like <laughs> did they make um, a Wrinkle in Time movie before? This they one? did. We saw that. I one. remember that movie. Yeah. That was that better was, than this new one. I think. It, yeah, I like that one actually. But the Wrinkle in Time it is, didn't do well, did it? No. no, the book series was written by um, uh, Madeline D'Angle. I got her name right, and she's a very, very intelligent lady. And the thing about it is, it's interesting to get. And I'm sure there's lots of very intelligent female sci-fi writers. She's one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, know, I know another one. Who's that? Gary Avance. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Let me throw up a shout out. <laughs> nice. What what book did you write, Gary? Chronolosity. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm anyways, sorry, I, put <laughs> I put up with so. Anyways, so we need some entertainment. Right, I know that's it. Um. Anyway, so how she wrote this? She wrote this series, and they're pretty well done too. But she really gets into the whole science of space travel, and very intelligent lady. And her stuff comes through where you know she explains how uh, tesseract where you fold space and travel and. Uh, and the yes wormholes and uh, actually it's not wormholes it's more a folding of space so I mean I guess the concept might be in there too yeah it's a wrinkle yeah it's a wrinkle yeah yeah. but they do explain that if you pull two points together closer you don't have to travel as far so it's kind of how to be able to so there's a she uses a lot of but in other books she does talk about time travel she does talk about a lot of things but um done in so I would think you would love that because that's what your book is about is time travel right now this one she has um, in a lot of ways she has and where I'd like to write too is she does have Christian themes in there, mm-hmm. and there's the battle of good and evil, um, the faith of the people in them. Mm-hmm. The thing how the movies translated was they kind of took the Christian element out, out. and it's almost like taking the unthreading a sweater. It's not doesn't have the bite that it's supposed to. So uh, that's kind of one area that you know when it is a book that's got a good solid message, you gotta be careful how it's presented. So did you want to comment to that, Autumn? No, you did read it. Yeah, yes, tell us. But she doesn't remember. One of the books they had actually was uh, that they have. There's uh, the mother and father, and they're all brilliant scientists. And then Meg, who's kind of the off character, she's very smart, but her own quirky way. And then her brother. Um, oh my gosh, Chris, um, cannot remember his name. Charles. He's no almost same as uh, Charles. I can't remember. But um, Barkley. No. Oh. Very. This guy's like amped up, super smart. Charles Darwin. And. Um, he, uh, but anyways, but they have Charles two brothers. Xavier. Who brothers? Actually, <laughs> Charles Xavier. And, you're right. <laughs> and maybe we'll bring it back because they actually fit our nerd scale. Our because mm-hmm. the brothers are sports players, so they'd be like a level five, but right? Like me. Yeah. So the thing is, but they have an adventure where they get pulled back into right before the flood at Noah's Ark, oh. and they got to see the world before that. So it's really interesting what was going on. So she she really had a lot of neat uh, takes on. Um, you know, science and God, and the mix of the two, like our friend Michael Miller is talking about today. Mm-hmm. I got Yoda hair. You got Yoda hair coming out of your ears? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Ron. <laughs> that is important. We'll have to have a sponsor for that one. Ooh. Harry's Razors. <laughs> oh, that would be good. There you go. We are working on this, guys. Okay. And what's last, the last book you got? The last book here is Ready Player One. My name's Wade Watts. My dad picked that name because it sounded like a superhero's alter ego, like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. But he died when I was a kid, my mom too. And I ended up here. Sitting here in my tiny corner of nowhere. There's nowhere left to go. Nowhere. Except the Oasis. And, um, this is yes. one a few months did ago. Did you see that? You saw that, Aaron? Yeah. yeah. You, did you read the book? I did read the book. Oh, good. This is perfect. Ottoman? Ottoman? What did you, did you read it? 
No. She hasn't seen either one. So, Aaron, once you... No. Uh, Ready Player One, um, what was the book basically about? One of the you? kids at school told me that he read the book and he saw the movie and he thought the book was way better. It is. It is yeah. better. It is. Okay, so... so it's caliber, right? Oh, yeah, you better believe it. It ties in a lot of... Usfas Vethos. Don't kill Denve. That's in the movie. But you can have a incantation to open up something. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because there's magic involved. It's got everything. I like that. How would you... Could you... Now, one of... One of the hardest things is to summarize a book in just a few sentences. Could That's you, hard. Can I can't, do even, I can't yeah, do that so with mine. Basically, the world is kind of in a situation where it's kind of gone really bad. There's, you know, there's corporations that are like taking over things, and then there's. I the mean, like right people. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of worse though. People are like living on top of each other, basically stacked in stacked in, homes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like and so the they, they go into this virtual reality to escape Japan. from from the world, and they're uh, they have the ability to have these machines that can. You can feel the things. Oh, because you are, can have the haptic suits. You can have, the have those suits, now too. Yeah, and then I they know. use like these treadmills that are. All so I don't know what you're talking about in the future. This so people is live in right there. Now. You can live their life in a way. Yeah, basically, oh, and you know that's pretty cool. And so their their monetary system, everything's in there. So like the creator of this world, basically Bitcoin, <laughs> he passes away, mm-hmm. and then he has a challenge through these different uh, virtual reality worlds. If the person gets these items, they can win it. And okay. so it's this uh, character, and so he's he's basically with this team of people, and that develops. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone. If you're watching this, I'm dead. I created a hidden object, an Easter egg. The first person to find the egg will inherit half a trillion dollars and total control of the oasis itself. But he's fighting this corporation to go and get the because they don't want it to be taken over. Anyone. So if he gets the items, he runs the he runs the, the whole thing. company. Yes, and then he's trying to fight that company, and so it, it goes through all these crazy worlds, and they have these avatars, and there's so many uh, anything can be in there. Anything you could go. It's crazy. Rock climb with Batman. All kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, so wow. and there's a bunch of uh, stuff that we've been talking about. Like there's some Lord of the Rings stuff in there. Everything's in there. There's Back to the Future is a is a big one there, and they go through a bunch of um, what what is what is what was Halliday? What what was the whole thing based on? What time period? 70s, oh, 80s. Oh, yeah, 70s, 80s. 70s. All 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah all 80s. So when I grew up. <laughs> it was great. And so there's a bunch of game references. There's, like, you know, Pac-Man, obviously, different things like that. Um, some stuff that I didn't really know about because I wasn't alive. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So it kind of went over my head sure. in that sense. But it's a really good... Uh, it's really good, and the book has so much detail because mm-hmm. there's so many games in in. in and you got to know the films. '80s to solve it all. Yeah, everything about it. Yeah, that be well, I'm sure that. So it's got to be difficult for you guys because you didn't. Yeah, grow up in and that so area. like that one. you don't get those references yeah. like we would. I said you would get it. She's loved the '80s. She's, there's there's so people much. would study Holiday's life and all about the '80s. So that's how you had to. Like that. there's people like their job is devoted to figuring out the game. Oh wow! And breaking that. The things that he's, the yeah. challenges that he set up. Yeah. So there's so much that they had to take so much out of the yes. movie. Yes, out of the books was, and put yeah, it in the like movie. A yeah, huge amount. Yeah. yeah. So the book definitely was a better twist on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, wow. You know what? We could keep going on forever. Okay. Uh, I can yeah, see, I can see the sweat. Oh, Narnia, yes. Pride and Prejudice. Right. Really Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. So there's uh-huh. all kinds no. of stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots all coming out. All the Star out. Wars books that they did. Sure. You know? I mean, and Ron mentioned Harry Potter. Harry Potter. There's a lot of things coming out. So, um, Hi, Minnie. Yeah. Hi, Minnie. Where are you? Ron. Come on, Ron. Ron. 
Ronald, run, Ron, run. <laughs> you know, it's funny as uh, if you're- It's not you, Ron. No. Books. 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 Always a total surprise. Ah, that'll be the books. Uh, one of the things coming, and you'll notice in our, because we're, uh, we're gonna change, if you notice our opening trailer, we, uh, and I, I guess I can say this. this we have an of, opening trailer? Well, it's our little bumper that's oh, kind okay. of fun. And there's like, we got in a there are so many really good, uh, fun, like, fandom moments that we're going to switch it up every once in a while. So you never know if you, I think I think Bill and Ted are going to be popping up at our school. Oh, exactly. So all kinds awesome. of fun things. And so keep a, keep an eye, keep an eye and ear out for that too. And um, go read some good books. Go read. Yes. Books. Don't don't be books. like me. Don't be like me. <laughs> hey. So books. real quick for our books. for for our uh, mil- are you guys millennials? No. No, we're no. Generation Z. Z. Yeah. Z. Z? Okay. So you can't call us millennials. Yes, we do not no fall in the that horrible to. category. We'll call you what are, z- 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 my zombie kids? What am I? You are X. I'm Generation X, right? Generation 70s. X. And then there's, then there's uh, millennials, and then there's... Shut up. We're the new generation. <laughs> sound like the kids at school. Generation X? Okay, Zezers. Anyways. Yeah, Generation Zezers. Zezers. We could call you geezers because it's Generation X. Okay, you young geezers. Anyways. <laughs> young geezers. You're going to get their... What are you, the baby boomers? Something like that. No, I'm not a baby <laughs> boomer. This is 1950. That's man. my dad. I'm, I'm the, we're the me generation. I'm 1966. Oh, yeah. You heard it here, 66. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so do you do you think any of these books You just said doo-doo. <laughs> Love that. At least I didn't say Pepe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yes, oh, oh, yeah. see, you mentioned, what, you have to go to the bathroom? Uh, yeah. So you, have we were, pepe, you have to Pepe right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just sweat it out. Anyways, before you, before you leave, you can't go yet. Before you leave, um, do do any of these books sound like they might be one you might at least investigate? Maybe. Yeah, I want to read the the Lone Wolf. It? Sil- the Lone Wolf. The Silmarillion. The Lone yes, Wolf. I want to sure. read yours now. Okay. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I feel bad that I didn't talk about Chronolasi, but that's okay. Oh, uh, sucker! I know. That's only going to cost you sixty-two seventy-five, but I'm going to give you thirty percent off, so it's going to only be eighty dollars. Nice. <laughs> that was bad math. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just give it away for free. Right, Autumn, anything that you want to pick up? The Read Lone Wolf. Book, the guys. Lone Wolf. Huh? You have a book on her? <laughs> no. She was. She, well, yes. for Father's Day, I did ask if she would do one thing for the me. The life. Read your book. She would just, because I'd like to co-author with her. I think he she'd do great, job. Not tricked you, but I think life, you'd do great with eating it. with Autumn. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. All right. Well, it looks like we're, hey, you know what? We've been forgetting. We're forgetting our little alarm. I guess we'll have to drop it in on our <laughs> Death Star alarm. Can we remember that for later? We'll try to remember that. Okay. Um. Anyways. I'm still Gary. I'm still Aaron. I might still be Autumn. And know. I'm definitely still John. And class is now dismissed. Let's hit our bathroom break, folks. Yes. Where are the children's books, please? In that room right over there. Would you like me to pick you out one with lots of pictures in it? No, thank you. I'm sure I can manage. From then on, every day as soon as her mother went to bingo, Matilda walked the 10 blocks to the library and devoured one book after another. (laughs) When she finished all the children's books, she started wandering around in search of something else. Mrs. Phelps, who had been watching her with fascination for the past few weeks, offered Matilda some valuable library information. You know, you could have your very own library card, and then you could take books home. And you wouldn't have to walk here every day. 
You could take as many as you like. That would be wonderful. Hey, we're in Ecology 101. You can always find us on Podbean, which you can download for free on iTunes, Android, and the Google Store. Be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date on all of our new episodes. And if you want to learn more about God Among Geeks and what we do here, uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also check us uh, check out our blog at GodAmongGeeks316.com. We also have an email, necology101 at gmail.com, because we love to hear your comments, because we are the knights who say, Neek!